guys, bom dia, Rafael, Jackson, Dr. John Hoffman. Dr. John Hoffman. <laughs> so, um, we invited uh, John Hoffman because the, the story that he has behind with the knee injury, with back injuries, it was incredible. And, and this is for people that that is thinking about jiu-jitsu and they have injuries here and there, they're stuck there and trying to think if they wanted to do it or not, you have to listen to it. So that way you have that motivation to go. This is super inspiring and, and I appreciate you know, for coming in. And um, and for someone that knows only stuck, but it, it went to the martial art route, they tried, they got injured and they're thinking about to go back or not. This is something that works in both, both people. Yeah, it was uh, very good to share John Hoffman's story. He's uh, 57. He been next training month. next <laughs> month. Oh yeah, next month he's gonna next be 57. Month, so he's still 56 years young, very young mentality, really overcome two injuries during the path of jiu-jitsu, and luckily he got injured twice. Not in jiu-jitsu, but uh, I think he used jiu-jitsu to overcome these injuries 100%. and use us motivation to go over and come back and teach us that life it's hard it's hard out there we have a lot of downs that come in front of us and that's why we invite john here to share his story and share how he do it how he don't let nothing stops him and he always in class always sharing good energy with us and it was a very big pleasure to to be with him yeah. here yeah. John, what else you have to to say to us today to finish? Uh, just I'm really enjoying jiu-jitsu. Yes. Glad, glad to be part of it. And if you never Thank tried jiu-jitsu, you are missing it. Is that That's true right. or not? That's you are missing true. it. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, Thank you for coming, John. I appreciate it. Yeah, so um, to start the whole thing, we just came for training. Um, Jackson invited us in and said, like, we have to tell the story from, from John from these whole months of his this happened what last year last year when you came back right October of 2018 and, 18 and then 17 is what is when it happened correct no it happened in that 18 18 yes. so the beginning of the year that's right so so to give a little bit of context before we start about the the whole story so john is going to give a little context when he started jiu-jitsu and uh and what do you do like personally and 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 what exactly drove you to to join jiu-jitsu apart from because you have a, sure. a martial art background mm -hmm. already mm -hmm. yeah i uh now, I've been doing martial arts for about, uh, I don't know, over 10 years with uh, Gojuru Karate. Mm -hmm. And my uh, karate teacher, Shion Nihab, uh, introduced mm -hmm. me to Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. And um, so really, at first I really didn't like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> really, mm. Not comfortable and, you know, people on you and you're yeah. uh, gassing out. And yeah. I, I really didn't like it, but the more I learned about it, the more uh, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I you know, still try to do my karate, but uh, I'm doing the jiu-jitsu now and really mm -hmm. enjoying that. And that's what, when Jackson was there inside the karate, uh, the karate dojo, right? That's right, that's right, that's when I met and Jackson. That was 2016. 2016, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's crazy. I went to teach some classes there and I met John. John immediately showed his passion for martial arts. Mm -hmm. And then uh, talk with his karate master it is his karate say hey john is he's really he's really dedicated student really into it he been in karate for many years and no doubt he transferred that same energy to jiu-jitsu and we met there and um, john john have a very interesting story in jiu-jitsu you know i'm very proud of all the walls that he broke in to keep practicing and bringing good energy to the mats every day all the the efforts you know like yeah. we, we all have to do it we all have to put this extra to attend the classes and be there and uh and john gonna share with us some of his 
barriers that he met in the jiu-jitsu path and uh, all the advantages he, he took and everything what he learned and everything what he taught us. And uh, one of the reasons uh, uh, I thought about inviting John is for the perseverance that he puts in the mat, even, even through like some hard times that he have during the, the journey, you know, he always overcome, come back uh, better than when he left. And uh, yeah, I would like you yeah. to, to share in, that with us today. In general, like, in, in when, you, when you share that, share as well, like, the, the type of life do you have? Like, you have a normal nine to five, like yes. you, uh, I believe you're an engineer, correct? No, I'm a, uh, I'm a tax partner a tax with yeah. a uh, international accounting firm. So exactly. I do a lot uh -huh. of uh, in the energy industry. Okay. And so I'm in in the office uh, all the time. All the time, mm -hmm. yeah. And so it's easy to be sedentary in that lifestyle and not mm -hmm. really uh, get a lot of activity. But it's, yeah. it's a high stress job, like a lot yeah. of people. Mm -hmm. And so that's one reason I like doing uh, jujitsu is yeah. because uh, mm -hmm. outlet uh, for yeah, right. really release stress. And try to stay in decent shape. Yeah. Instead of just sitting there behind the desk and uh, mm -hmm. you know really not doing kind of th energy or any kind of physical right, activity. Right. And you always been active since little, or you you yeah. just started that because you saw like I can't stay stuck here. You know, I, I've uh, sitting. you know I really didn't get into martial arts till I was in my late forties. Yeah. I'll be fifty seven next month. Mm -hmm. And uh, That's amazing. my That's my incredible. kids uh, when they were they're in their twenties now, but when they were in. Uh, Teenagers, they took karate. I mm -hmm. always enjoyed it, but I was caught up in the job, didn't have time right, to do right. it. Yeah. And then finally, I uh, uh, started taking. This was in New Orleans. We lived in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, so That's then we moved to Houston. Moved to Houston. And I'd started to take karate when I was in New Orleans for about a year. Moved to Houston, then life happened. Right, yeah. right. And life uh, happens. probably about five years later, I said, "Well, I always like karate, so I'm gonna go do it." So mm -hmm. uh, I went and started taking karate. Really enjoyed it. Hmm. And um, and it's good good stress relief, uh, good camaraderie. Yeah, I like yeah, people, people. That, you know, yeah. the karate more ten plus years now. Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Incredible. So, uh, Incredible. so I, I really enjoy it. Some people like doing golf and tennis. Or something. Right, right. <laughs> I don't yeah. like golf, so yeah. personalized. Everybody cool. have their own yeah. hobbies. So yeah. When now that that you have that trajectory uh, there, and then we have that path that you went through, like ten plus years in karate and everything. What happened last year that made you stop for a couple of months? Like it was like ten to eleven months, I think. Yeah, recovery, I was right? for, yeah. Uh, so I was. Uh, we were doing the testing for karate, mm -hmm. and uh, I was doing a tomonagi throw, okay. uh, which is where you put your your foot into the person's mm -hmm. hip and roll back mm -hmm. on your back, and it was a loud pop. Mm. And uh, uh, and that was my knee. At first, I thought my knee hit his chin or something, but mm -hmm. it, it, it popped and. Didn't feel too good. Right. <laughs> and so uh, my kneecap basically was up on my thigh. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I knew that was going to be a long right. fall back. Mm. And so, um, you know, went and had surgery. And uh, and they said it'd be a long recovery. And it, it mm -hmm. was. And so I went to, uh, you know, I had the surgery, went well. Um, and then I did physical therapy for about 10 or 11 months where mm -hmm. I went twice a week. Yeah. And um, uh, and so it was, it was, uh, it was an experience, man. Right, it was, yeah, uh, right. uh, a lot of good things, a lot of bad things that happened mm -hmm, during yeah. those 10 months. But during then, I couldn't do karate, I couldn't do running, I couldn't right. do you know anything stressful on my knees. Mm -hmm. And so that was a little bit different when I was used right, to right, right. going every week and, and, and doing that's, some type of karate. And that's very hard to when you cannot move and you usually yeah. do your, your physical activities and then you cannot move. Yeah. That's related to other downs in life, you start like to get stressed and yeah. you know, anxious about many things that's happening to me, you know, like when I cannot train, I cannot move. Yeah, that's 
you your mood changes you a lot. Cranky, you yeah, yeah, cranky. Yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> I miss my friends. I miss my friends. <laughs> yeah. But in 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 one of the important things that that always I'm super curious when when people go through this is is the first couple of months and the first couple of months of adjusting of not moving much how, how was that for you yeah that, that was tough because i for about the first couple of months it was in a uh uh mobilization mobilization right. brace mm -hmm. and so i couldn't drive because it was my right foot mm -hmm. um so it really it was a lot of time in the chair and then the physical mm -hmm. therapy was really just trying to bend your knee and mm -hmm. it was you know first come then it all and just baby 20 steps. degrees mm -hmm. and, and baby steps super very and so yeah. especially and um uh, it, it was painful during those first mm -hmm. uh, few weeks after surgery too. So it was just uh, a little bit depressing because you know right, you thought, right. boy, how am I ever going to get back? Mm -hmm. um, so it helped a lot. I mean, and, and just for instance, Jackson, you know, would send me texts every once in a while. My karate teacher would send yeah. me texts just mm -hmm. to kind of remind me, hey, yeah, there's right, some right. Uh, light here waiting tunnel. for you. Yes. And so then I decided it was going to be be there for the long haul. And um, you know, my wife's a little bit worried about me going back to karate, and I said, well, that's, or in jujitsu, and that's, mm -hmm. I said, that's my goal, is I want to get back to the mats, mm -hmm. I want to get back to training, because um, frankly, I was afraid if I didn't, then you I'd never just, would do it again. Right, yeah, I thought right. if I didn't do anything for a year, mm -hmm. then I just uh, probably would never get back into mm -hmm. a physical yeah. activity, and yeah. if I didn't want yeah, to momentum is lost, yeah. So that was kind of my goal, was to, to get back to, right. to mm -hmm. um, training and jiu-jitsu and karate and uh, even the physical therapist we started in doing things mm -hmm. geared toward that so how, how was your 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 routine going through the whole phases right so what, how was your first quarter three months four months well how was that beginning then how was this the the second one because you have like little wins in between that you were like yeah. getting faith oh, getting hope like i can't come back yeah because uh you know i'd go on i have my schedule of monday and fridays i go to therapy in the morning and in the first, it was very much like literally trying to bend your knee, trying to uh, do little baby steps. And then it started getting a little bit better, and uh, then they start uh, doing some, you know, light on the, on the stationary bike, mm. uh, starting to do some uh, balancing on one foot and, and baby steps like that. Mm -hmm. And then gradually it was, it was uh, getting better, and uh, uh, you know, starting to do some weights uh, and, and things like that. I do remember. I must have been around five months. I was starting to feel pretty good, doing little box jumps, a little foot, you know, mm -hmm. things, trying to do, do a lot of squats, RDLs, that type. Uh, but then one time I was walking around the neighborhood, and I remember I stepped on a nut, a little like a pecan type thing, mm -hmm. told, yes, I remember and it straightened that. out my knee, and that put me back two months probably. And, wow. and that was really depressing yeah. because I could see the progress going, and then all of a sudden, man, man, all that stuff I was learning how to do it, yeah. it backed me up. Right. Probably about a month or two, right. uh, just by a little freak. You know, uh, you can't have been like life checking yeah. you. Like, uh, let me see how tough you are, John. <laughs> let me see how much you can handle. Uh, well, that's why I always <laughs> took the long, you know, the yeah. approach that hey, I want to do this, and I didn't want to go back to training until I felt comfortable. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, you never were like in the mindset of like it has to be now. Like, no, no that's right. yeah, I know you're gonna take yeah. some time. That, that's right. So just let me let me go every day to what I have yeah. to do, and then it will get there. Yeah. And what was the the moment? And you mentioned it briefly. What was the moment that you feel like? I can, I can, I know I will recover. What was that moment that I felt for you? Like some exercise, it was something that showed you like, oh, I'm close, I'm close. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we started doing like some box jumps onto mats and I said, right. well, I can do this. And, right. and, and starting to do, and toward the end, it was more of a workout at physical mm -hmm. therapy. Cause yes. they're, you know, the more I could do, the more they push you. Mm -hmm. And so it was really at the end, it was almost like a, a 
a gym workout. Gym workout. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that's when I did it. And then I remember when uh, they had the treadmill, and when I was able to run a, a mile on that, I thought, mm -hmm. well, okay, I can start getting mm -hmm. getting back yeah, the there. Because the, yeah. the running was real hard because mm -hmm. the impact on the knee, uh, right. that was one of the later things to... to and, uh, and right now you feel like 100% John, you feel 100% you know, Yeah, it's, it's, uh, still tightens up a little bit right. uh, when I sit on my knees, it's, mm -hmm. you know, my uh, heels yeah. rather. We see, you, we see you stretching always. Yeah, and that. so that part, but that might, you know, it's part of being older too, mm -hmm. that, uh, that might be part of that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but now like today when I was training, you know, I'm, I'm not thinking about it, so that's right, what I think right. is, is where yeah, it helps. Because you know, mm -hmm. the first time, when I first came back, first month or so especially, it's back of my mind, you're just thinking, well, Mm -hmm. Something gonna happen to my knee. Yeah. And uh, but then after a month or so, the mental kind of, thing, yeah, right? You get scared and things right. like that. Yeah. yeah. In this uh, in this um, this big event, John, 57 years old, dedicated student, really liked to be in the mats. He really put a lot of effort there. Do two different martial arts. Still very committed with both of them. Attention karate classes. Very regular student on the morning class at 7 a.m. John is mm -hmm. always there. On top of all the efforts that he put, he also choose to attend the morning classes. Yeah. That's yeah. make a little harder for people, you know, to wake up one hour, two hours early to attend the training. So you also cover that area there. You know, John, it's uh, it's very it's very motivating. It's very like. Um, interesting to to be around you and absorb your dedication and and how much you use these downs in life to overcome better after you know because um, you know you had a very you had a very serious injury in the knee there at the age of 57 family work you made it around and i remember like when you text me like bob i had this bad injury here and i i i, I remember i, as well. I was Jackson that was the first time I was confused. I said, like, man, I think we're going to lose John. I think we're going to lose you now. I thought, I thought, I was like half and half. Yes. I say, John is very, very tough. He, he knows to go around and, yeah. Yeah. and come back. But this is hard. It's... And the reason that I bring that up is because your knee situation happened two years ago. Before that, we had the back problem. Yeah, that's right. Right? A couple of years ago... John came to me and he told me like, hey, Jackson, I'm going to have to put my membership on hold because I'm going to have to stop to training because I have sciatic pain, my back's hurting, herniation disc. So he described a problem that I had before, many years before, and that I fixed using foundation training. And, uh, and then I said, John, that's, man, let's, let's try foundation training to see how that goes. And he was very stiff, could barely move. And he said, oh, there is a solution. The only thing you need... It's a hope. Yeah, that's right. You're a person that the that's only it. thing you need is like somebody come to you and say, "John, yeah. there's a chance for you to, right, yeah. to get out of it." That's the only thing you need. Because I remember, like, hey, foundation training. You say, "Oh, really? Let's. What is this? Show me what's this. I want to try." And you tried, and you again got very dedicated with that, like asking me questions, we sharing videos mm -hmm. with each other, and uh, and John become out, become out of that problem. The back stopped to hurt. He came back to jiu-jitsu full power, and uh, it was another milestone that we, we yeah. conquered there with our back situation. Same thing what I did. He don't have that because he's a young boy. <laughs> he's, right. He don't have those okay. kind of problems. Doing every day just to avoid, <laughs> right. 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 avoid And you come behind us so you know how to do the things right. <laughs> wow, watching, what I'm we I'm didn't I'm do. We didn't I'm do in the past, right, John? Hey. We didn't take care of ourselves I'm too learning. much with I'm life learning. and... 
you know it's it's hard you're in a in a, in a different bracket okay yeah, I'm privileged, you're, a, man, I'm privileged. you're very very privileged <laughs> so uh it's uh for me it's i have john always like a, my 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 biggest motivation because he overcome two big down big one, yeah. in the in his since i know him approximately like five years we've been sharing the mats together and sharing experiences and uh you just have to tell this man you know like hey there is a solution there and he go and do it and uh and i think it's very hard for people out there that's listening to us now to hit, take this kind of actions you know because yesterday i text a guy that i know for a long time and i text him i say hey it's time for you to come back to jiu-jitsu he came did a couple of classes his son do jiu-jitsu with me for a long time and uh and then the grandma that brings the son to the school bring his son to the yeah. school say like hey why don't you invite him to come back i think he needs to be here you know i don't know what's the personal thing but she gave him that advice yeah. hey invite him mm -hmm. to come and then i text him hey come i'm gonna help you as much as i can for you to come back i'm gonna everything what i could offer right and then he came like with two big excuses already like in the same text like one minute after he's no i can't do it because i'm overweight and uh and i don't have time and i say hey and i start to battle him you know yeah, like breaking those excuses like hey come on you overweight he told him that he needs to go to the gym lose 20 pounds to come training okay. i say no you come to the okay. gym you do two things together you lose yeah. that weight while you train yeah. jiu-jitsu and i know he's a passionate martial artist like us he did martial arts before yeah. philippines uh, knife fight and other martial arts and he came try the class a couple of times but he never have that determination of yours mm -hmm. you know like to say like hey no this is okay i'm 20 pounds overweight i'm gonna do it there there tell me there is a solution there i'm gonna go and i'm gonna join this class and i'm gonna try it you know so and to add to that so what what is your belief that that helps you with that mindset? What is your belief that you were like, okay, I'm gonna think in the long run, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. Like, what is your belief in your mind? Like, why are you so determined to just do the things that you have to do? Well, I've always been very goal-oriented. And, uh, you know, what thing I wanna do is, is learn jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not, when I say goal-oriented, it's not to be, you know, yeah. best out there or do that. Right, right. To improve myself and to mm -hmm. enjoy it. That's the main thing, mm -hmm, I wanna enjoy mm -hmm. it. And I wanna be doing this for the next 20 years. Right, I mean, right, right. I hope I can. Mm -hmm. And it's a little different because I, you know, people are gonna have different goals depending on their personality, mm -hmm. or their age, or something like that. Right, right. And, and what I like about jujitsu, it's uh, you can tailor it to your, to your needs, to mm -hmm. your goals. Um, and it's something that, of course, it helps be athletic and explosive and all yeah. that. But you can roll with the younger guys yeah. and, and still enjoy it because mm -hmm. if you know the knowledge and if you know the techniques, you it can, will work. You know, it will work yeah, regardless yeah. of your physical yeah. abilities. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what I, I like about it. And uh, mm -hmm. and so it is very, very goal-oriented. Yeah. And, and looking at the long term of, hey, I want to be doing this for years mm -hmm. and years, mm -hmm. and going that way. Um, and, you know, you're going to improve by making choices, just yeah. like the back. You know, I forgot about that, but mm -hmm. you know, I went to see about three chiropractors. I went to see an orthopedist. He put me on oil steroids. Yeah. So you tested. Jackson, yeah, you tested you know, things. Yeah. And about... Then about two weeks, it was mm -hmm. remarkably you know, coming better. out. Yeah, yeah I remember it was fast. You were like me, were fast, yeah. fast results. And so it really helped. And um, and all the physical therapy too. I was telling Hoffman before that um, before I injured my knee, my left knee had a torn meniscus, mm -hmm. and I was contemplating getting surgery for that. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'd read people over fifty, it's kind of mixed results. Mm -hmm. And so I put it off. But all the physical therapy I did for the injured knee 
help my other knee and I feel better than ever I asked. And so I'm a, you know, yes. I'm a big believer in that, you know, all these exercises that, you know, I never thought you would do that. Of, right, you know, right. So I tried to do stuff like foundation training or do just squats or RDLs or something mm -hmm. like that. And, and I think that helps. Uh, and I have, I have a picture in my head, like one day I text John when he had the knee surgery. I text John and I say, hey John, how things going? And he sent me a picture of him on the on a cast on the knee, doing a founder of foundation training. And he said, look, I'm not ready for jujitsu, but I'm already making my back strong here. And he was already working day by day, like doing foundation training while, while the knee was injured. You know, he was adapting the situation to get something done, yeah. you know, like you can, oh, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's exactly what's your goal-oriented yeah. thing, like you you believe that tomorrow you can be better yeah. than you are today, you know, and uh, and I think that's so valuable, you know, John, I think that's so valuable that uh, you share this experience with us because uh, I'm 44 now and, uh, and I had many opportunities to quit before, I have many... And I, I also have that same determination, like, no, it's going to be better. You know, it's, you get like one day and, uh, and comparing this with life, jiu-jitsu and life is the same thing, right? These down things you have in your life, these unexpected situations that you have. In jiu-jitsu happen the same thing, right? You go to the gym and that day, like, you, you go think, oh, man, I'm so excited to train and you go and... And then you go to that day and there's a little kid there and that kid is going to train you too and he's going to control you all over. You're not going to be able to move. Yeah. You're going to be like well controlled by somebody younger and smaller than you. Yeah. And then that day that you had all the expectation in Jiu-Jitsu, you know, you're going yeah. to have that. That's, you know, it's not going to be like your like best that. performance yeah. there in that day. But come on, it's just another day, yeah. you know. Like yeah. you go, you learn from that kid that's giving yeah. you a... Uh, a situation there in jiu-jitsu you know like and uh, and another thing that I, I'm curious to know uh, from you you know we met each other before I started to use this program is like we're using now mm -hmm. right when you when you we met first I was training jiu-jitsu like most of the jiu-jitsu teachers teach today yeah. Yeah. out of the head they're black belts in jiu-jitsu they're world champions they're good competitors you know, and, uh, and they open the gyms and they're great. Mm -hmm. And that was me when we met. Yeah. I was that guy like, hey, I'm a black belt, I'm from Brazil, I know Jiu-Jitsu and I have a lot to share with you guys. And I, I believe I had. Mm -hmm. But then I found that there is something missing on my teaching methodology. I was lacking some, method, some elements to make my teaching better, to make it easy for me and for my students. And that's when I joined the organization that we are now studying the programs, curriculum, calendars, everything, much more friendly environment, much more, uh, I, I try to share this friendship environment in the gym, like to be, put safety in front of your victory, you know, and uh, how do you feel about that? How I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that because one, the curriculum just put some process behind it and that, I'm a very analytical person, so right. you know when I go to the fundamentals class, yeah, it might be the you know sixth time I'm seeing it, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna learn something every time, yes. and it's a consistency. And you yeah. always ask questions. Yeah. I and love so, that. You always have a uh, question here. You always yeah. have a curiosity about another move there. Yeah. And so that that means a lot. And then um, and then as far as the the culture that you built, mm -hmm. it, uh, I really like that as well because I'm going there to enjoy myself. And right. So like today we're you know rolling on, on passing guard. 
I don't want to get injured. Mm -hmm. And so people are, they're, they're, they're working hard. Right. And nobody's, you know, it's not like you're going to sit there and not try or not mm -hmm. win, but mm -hmm. people are trying to pound you to the ground or trying right, to injure right. you. Mm -hmm. uh, and some people may like that, the competition mm -hmm. uh, part of it. And, but for me, it's, it's perfect. Uh, yes. That, uh, you're going there, enjoy yourself. You're going there, yes. learn stuff. And you know, like, the risks are minimized yeah, right. to the, to the maximum right. level. Yeah, that's you know, right. like, and, um, the, the mindset in the gym is much more oriented in this way now. Like, never put your performance on top of your partner's friend, in front of your partner, in front of your safety, you know, in front yeah. of the safety of the training. And uh, also, Never train so hard in a way that you're gonna discourage your your yeah. partner, right? Yeah, like, that's right. That's I can I can train it to many people and tap them out ten times yeah. in one row, mm -hmm. you know. But sometimes that's not the case. You don't have to do that. And yeah. before you should think different. Before you should think like the more you tap, whoever, the better it yeah. was. And it's not, you know, like it's gonna benefit me, but not gonna benefit the person that's there. Yeah, and the people you're training with, I really training. feel there's a, you know, we want to see other people do well too. Mm -hmm. So Exactly. Uh, I think there's that encouragement and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you tap out, you tap out. Yeah. Nobody looks as that as negative because yeah. it's, it's really yeah. not. It's just, and, uh, and that's it. That, that's a game changer for me that I heard from uh, um, from one of the, the, the Gracie families. They always share the, the focus and the philosophy of not winning the fight. Doesn't matter if you if if you win it or not. You're not trying to force to win it versus someone that is way bigger, way stronger. Mm -hmm. You're always trying just to not lose yeah. to survive. Get out of there, go back to your family, yeah. and just enjoy your, that's the rest the of your life. That's yeah, the that's the big victory. Yeah. Yes. So the, having that mind, having that in the mind, when you start in the beginning as a white belt, your risk of injuries is just super low because you're already entering into. I know that I just have to survive. I know I just don't have to lose. So in that case, I'll just, just defend as much as I can, not get tapped out, getting less, less, less every time. Learn the things that you have to learn, fail here and there forward, like failing forward always. So that way you, you have that defense so high, so much, that you're able to, even when a strong person, give her a hard time, super hard time for them to even control you. And that's the whole situation that this uh, new philosophy when we go to class is exactly what we go through. Yeah. It's not losing the fight. It's making sure that we survive and then we can go back home. Yeah. And, the, and the things as well that I got from, from John is, is little tests in the recovery and from the mindset from before, even with your back problem and with the knee, you always took that mind of testing small things here and there yeah. to see how can you recover and that gave you faith. Mm -hmm. in every yeah. single situation like okay this didn't work okay let me try this That's you right. never said no to anything because you knew that one thing was going to work in, at the mm -hmm. end of the day yeah. That's right. and that's that's super powerful to have someone like that mm -hmm. have that mindset that's yeah. great yes that's a very good story and uh, i hope that people out there that they're thinking like they're incapable to do anything they maybe try jiu-jitsu how many people try jiu-jitsu and got hurt and that was it, it was the yeah. end of the, the career. And I know that happens so much out there. People go, maybe like in the first class, they can get hurt in the first week. They go with the wrong partner and something can happen there. And then that's the reason to finish the whole, car, the whole journey in Jiu-Jitsu. You know, that's supposed to be like for the whole life, gonna be interrupted there because of broken there. toe or a knee problem, you know, so. The life is long. You can always recover and come back. And uh, and especially like 
in the mindset that we have in the gym now, any time is a good time to come back. You know, you don't feel like you're going to be left behind because first, you can keep following the programs online if you want. If you're out of the mats, you can stew in just going home, review the techniques, review the programs, see what, look at the calendar where your, your, your partners are and you can follow. And then when you come back, you can just jump in and... Uh, and I remember before, like when somebody come out of an injury or somebody like a red blue belt, like you come back from an injury, you know, come to the gym, all the white belts, like, whoa, man, John's coming back. Like, hey, John, I'm to train. You know, those guys training there. And that was very awkward, like very, very hard to go back because, you know, you're going to have to show yeah. a performance, you know. And in the gym now, I don't feel that at all. No you know, I don't feel that at all. Yeah. You come back, like, doesn't matter how many months you're out, you're going to come back yeah. and everybody's going to put you in the place that you are going to respect the conditions that you have in that, in that moment, you know, and going and gonna to support your return yeah, instead of use your return that you're out of shape to promote they self on top of yeah. you, you know, the white belt, oh, I'm going to go and I'm yeah. going to train the gym. And, and like, I remember like in the past, students training this kind of situation, you know, I see like somebody coming from a travel or moved away for a couple of months or working, coming out or partying, you know, like I see like, the guys get off like for a month and come back out of shape and everybody trying to promote themselves on top of them, training together. And then the guys sweep the guy or mounting the guy like scanning the room to see where I was. If I was watching that, you know, like, oh man, he's mounting on John, a white belt, mounting John. Yeah. Who cares? We don't care about that anymore. You know, and, uh, and today days, if that happened and somebody like, I don't even see that anymore, you know, the student performing scanning for me don't even happen anymore, you know, they are there and they were yeah. training without the, 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 the compromise to show me something, you know, like with, they don't have to show me anything and everybody knows this. And um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. I'm very happy with the environment that we have in the gym. I'm very happy to share your story, very happy to share the mats with you and absorb this determination that you have, John, you know, and... Um, uh, I want to use this podcast to see if we can fish set to come back to, <laughs> to the class. You know, determination set also have had some injuries. Yeah. Set, by the way, is, uh, is a friend of mine, a student from a long time. And uh, he's also a very busy man, right? And you guys become friends yeah. recently. And, uh, and uh, set always can sneak out. And, and I know it's hard, you know, I know, I know it's hard for him. But I hope that one day he can train just me, you, him, and Raphael. One class, just four of us. We're going to go and we're going to bring him back. Single class. Single class. So Anybody, anything else you guys would like to, to talk about? About John's uh, motivational and uh, inspiration. John's my inspiration, I and I want to be like him in 57. You know, I really want to be like him. I was going to say, yeah, I want. Like John to just share like one last statement to someone that, that is suffering from, from that case. It can be injury from back or from knee, but what would you recommend them to just to like put their foot and put their toe in the water there for them to start? What would you recommend for them so that they, they can not even maybe try to use it for the first time or just maybe just like, hey, just come back. Someone that is recovery from the martial arts and then they're thinking about it. They're thinking about it even to try or to just come back, what would you say to them? I would say go ahead and try it because jujitsu, if people haven't done it, it is kind of um, intimidating. Yeah. You know, you're not you're not used to being on the ground mm -hmm. and, and you don't know what to expect, it's intimidating. But one, it is, I think, really safe. Um, and 
the only way things can get better if you have knee injuries, back injuries, to, mm-hmm. to try physical activity and take mm-hmm. it at a slow pace but mm-hmm. and be thoughtful about it. But it's not going to get any better by being sitting on the couch. No, it's not. And that's yes. the key thing. And, yes. and, um, and that's what I said is that, you know, I knew if I didn't get back and start doing it, after a year, I probably wouldn't be motivated to do anything. So I think, mm-hmm. oh, it's too late now. Well, it's, it's like it's a snowball. You yeah. stay, and then you get comfortable. Yeah. You don't move anymore. And, and so, then that's going to cause yep. you to be a sedentary person and just stay in the house. And, and the thing about doing it in jiu-jitsu class or something like that is you do have a lot of people that are supporting you, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, versus something if you're, you know, and I know people might go running on their own or biking on their own. But right, there's something right, about right. being in a class where... You know, community, yeah, community yeah, that, that yeah, yeah. Uh, people are going to encourage you to keep going, and yeah. you know, you've got the camaraderie to help you. Along. And uh, we talked True. about this the other day too. I think there is the there is these two things in jiu-jitsu that make a very different kind of friendship. Is the is the super contactful sport. Yeah. It's a very contactful mm-hmm. sport. What breaks a lot of taboos about yeah. Yeah. practicing sport with somebody. And the other thing is the Brazilian warming culture where yeah, Brazi- where jiu-jitsu coming from. You know, we talked about this the other day. So the combination of these two things it's create a very unique kind amazing, of friendship. Yeah. You know, yeah. very unique. Yeah. You arrive to the class, hey man, what's going on? It's different than if that friendship maybe was from, I don't know, from a yoga class, yeah. you know, or, CrossFit you know, like or CrossFit like or yeah. something like any other thing, any other sport like could not generate the same kind of interaction that yeah. jiu-jitsu do you yeah. know it's it's crazy man uh, i realized that recently we were talking about that in the podcast yeah recently yeah. this combination of these two things really create a unique kind of friendship yeah and, and each one is is their own community when we say like comparing to the other ones it's because the 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 crossfit the gym goers the the yoga the pilates like they just go by themselves and just yeah. doing the whole thing just mm-hmm. them but in this one, you need another person. Yeah, you right. need to do yeah. the technique. With you not just person. need you rely on that person. Yeah, you you have to lot. trust them yeah. because he can hurt you. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of, trust, a lot of yeah. trust in that yeah. little role there, and that little practice can be yeah. even a practice in a class, the fundamentals class. There's a lot of trust. Hey, hey when I get my arm, I trust you. You trust me. You, you know, protect me. I protect yeah. you. We're gonna try to battle each other, but we're still thinking about each other's yeah. safety. You know. So yeah. it's like you are enemies, but you are best friends at the same time. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, you know, that's what I like about the class, too. If you look at today's class there, yeah. you know, here I am, a 57-year-old white uh-huh, guy uh-huh. working a corporate job. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm sitting there interacting with 20-year-olds or 25-year-olds yeah. yeah. that are different backgrounds and all yeah. that. And, uh, but it's, it's very comfortable. Very, yeah. You know, it's a good deal. Oh, yeah, it is. It is a good deal. It's awesome. It's really pretty cool. It's awesome. It's amazing. So... So we can on the high note. We can okay. on the high note. So it's it, it's incredible the, the the whole story and not only that, but the mindset that you can take from that. So if you're taking something from today, it's just test small, test small, try it out. And um, if you are stuck in one place, getting just staying in that same place is not gonna change anything. Yeah. So like John said, like just go ahead, and get up, try it out for one time and. Yeah. And, and that will get that momentum going of that activity and always having that community behind it's incredible for someone that is maybe arriving to a new place and arriving to a new town yeah. it's ju- doing jiu-jitsu is a community like yeah, yeah. so it's, connect it's awesome people. Yeah. so yeah. I appreciate you guys I appreciate you guys thank yeah. you so much Thanks. thank you John yeah. appreciate we're gonna end up this podcast here and uh, I see you guys soon thank you very much Obrigado. Thank you.